Welcome to the Christian Wealth Podcast, where people come to learn what the Bible says about money, wealth, and business. Be inspired by some of the greatest Christian thinkers and commentators from around the planet. Enjoy this episode with your host, Alex Cook. I'm here now with Alex with Wealth with Purpose. Uh, welcome, Alex. I'm not Ross to this morning. <laughs> Great to be with you, Simon. First time. It is the Should first time. Yes, yes. I'm going to get an education in finance, which is hopefully um, what we all need, actually. <laughs> I'll do my best. I'll do my best. <laughs> Fantastic, Alex. Now, I do believe, Alex, uh, we're talking about tithing. It's a bit of a, I guess, a heated debate amongst uh, Christians. It sure is. No, it's it always... Uh, when you talk about money, particularly anything involving giving, it's uh, I always use the expression. It's kind of like poking a bear. Never want to poke a bear because you're always going to get a reaction. Very... <laughs> tithing is certainly one that does that. It does. That's right. Now I'm sure there's a bit of a, a history lesson on tithing, Alex. Where did it come from? Where did it Where did it originate? Yeah, it was the word tithe, as as many would know, it just simply means a tenth. So a tenth of something. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we look in the Bible, the first place we really see it is very early on uh, with Abraham where he tithes the spoils of war. And this is often used by some uh, preachers to sort of justify uh, tithing today in the sense that it was pre the law. So in other words, it sits outside the sort of old and new covenant type thing uh, and outside the Mosaic law. And therefore, um, you know, it should be something that just continues. Um, in saying that, there's no real evidence that Abraham tithed on a regular basis, as in this is just the only one part that actually mentions him doing it. Right, so okay. it's not probably enough to, to make that make that bigger call. Um, it's also important to say, and this probably surprised some people, is that the concept of tithing also existed outside of Christianity uh, amongst, uh, you know, pagans. So it's not like it's exclusively a Christian concept. Yeah, I actually um, thought it was, though. And saying that, yeah, um, and so the the most the common one that obviously people think of is you know from the law, the Mosaic law, and um, what some people don't realise is actually at the time there were three tithes. You know, people often think of the tithe and you know giving to the storehouse, and that's often you know it's often not really explained in all that much detail. But there are actually three tithes at the time. So the first tithe was the funding of the priesthood the Levite, who effectively ran the nation of Israel. So I would argue that's probably very similar to the equivalent of us paying income tax today, for example. Okay. Mm. Um, then there was a second tithe, which was for funding the national you know, annual festivals. And then there was a third one. Now, the third one was a bit different because it only happened every three years. So the first two happened yearly, and the third one only happened every three years, and that was for giving to the poor. So it was actually a very good, unique system. It was a highly effective system for running the nation um, to make sure everything functioned well, but also to make sure that the poor were looked after as well. But what you can determine from that, though, is in theory, roughly a 20, uh, you know, roughly 23% of their income on average was given each year, you know, Wow, and when yeah. people, Christians think of tithing these days, I think of just oh, 10%. Um, but as I say, the, dif- the difference being, though, is that was to a nation. So it was the nation of Israel. Yeah. And therefore, you could argue there's some sort of similarities with looking at it as a, as a nation today, as opposed to looking at it as to get just giving to a local church, so so to speak. Um, 
Uh, and in addition to tithes, there were other things as well, and many people have heard the concept of the free will offering. So the tithes themselves were seen as mandatory, but the tithe um, the offerings were done freely, so they're above and beyond the tithing. So, you know, there's oh. an argument to say they're actually giving quite a, quite a lot. Um, but people also forget that it was different back then. You know, these were agricultural societies, um, so they're actually tithing grain and other produce. So it's quite different, as I say, to the way uh, we think about it, uh, you know, that we think about it today. And so it's, you know, as I say, it's, it's fascinating sort of history um, as to how it all sort of came about um, and, uh, you know, what they did mm. back in those times. We're talking about tithing and the debate, Alex, is about whether tithing still applies today. How should we address this issue? Well, it is a, a tough one. So I think, you know, this is something where people really, as I say, need to understand the history, understand the context and uh, understand, you know, God's God's intent as we, best we can determine scripture. Mm. Um, so I'd like to start with just with my open honest to you. And my open honest to you is I don't think it still applies today. Um, However, I don't think it lowers the bar on giving. Get to that uh, in a moment. Um, but to me, tithing is clearly biblical. It's just just not necessarily Christian. So what I mean by that is, you know, it's clearly in the Bible, and it was something practiced uh, by you know by by Israel as yeah. a nation. So it's it's a biblical concept. Um, but to me, when you that's and you know, and so you get this debate between the old covenant and the new covenant, and basically under the new covenant, there is very there's basically no mention of it. And so, to me, if we say, does it still apply today? You have to say and look at what Jesus said, and does does he make big mention of it? And him and Paul, who you know, when you look at the New Testament, they're the two that you hear most quoted. Um, they say virtually nothing about tithing. And when they do mention it, it's in the context of a completely different topic. So when people talk about it from the New Testament, they often quote either Matthew 23, uh, verse 23, or Luke 11, verse 42. Uh, it's basically the same uh, passage in the different gospels. But in this situation, the situation is that Jesus is here and he's rebuking the Pharisees. And so many people have heard this passage before where Jesus says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, because you tithe mint and dill and cumin, and you've neglected, though, the weightier provisions of the law, such as justice and mercy and forgiveness. Mm. But these are the things you should have done without neglecting the others. So there's a couple of things here. Firstly, Jesus doesn't nullify the tithe. He doesn't say, oh, don't do it. Mm. He's basically saying, though, and because this is actually a rebuke of the Pharisees. It's not... Jesus here wasn't addressing the topic of tithing. He was addressing the and criticizing the hypocritic yes. nature of the, mm. the Pharisees <laughs> and the fact that they were, they were unjust, they weren't merciful, and they weren't faithful. Um, you know, they've, they've only sort of picked and choose the parts that they they want to apply. Um, mm. And so and so the, the setting here, I think, is that Jesus isn't actually talking about tithing at all. Now he doesn't. But what's interesting, though, neither Paul or Jesus make no specific command to tithe. Now, why that's relevant, though, is because both Paul and Jesus talk so extensively about money in the New Testament, um, mainly because money is a heart issue and it's something that can take us away from God. So the question is, well, why wouldn't they mention it? They had all this opportunity to mention it, mm. yet they never specifically gave a command. Yet they were both adamant that we had to live generous lives and we had to use what God had put in our hands to be a blessing to others and contribute to God's work. So as I say, they never lower the bar but they ne and they never nullify tithing per se, 
but there's no specific command to tithe that we can find uh, in the New Testament. So yeah, Alex, uh, any final thoughts? Yeah, well look, the thing I want to really encourage people is, you know, as I say, there are different perspectives out there on tithing and, you know, depending on the church you go, you'll probably heard slightly different takes on it. But really, I think the key thing I want to leave with people is that we need to remember that actually the money we have is really God and that we are called to to steward it, that is, we're called to manage it for God's glory. You know, we want to use the money that we have to point people to Jesus. That's mm-hmm. ultimately the goal of the money that we have. Yeah. And if you're part of a local church, and the, the local church, you know, is one of God's tools for the advancement of the gospel, then, you know, you should give generously and support your local church. Uh, and we need to remember that Jesus, you know, never lowers the bar on anything. He always raises it. You can see that with marriage, you know, under the Old Testament, you could just sign a certificate of divorce and that was it. But under the New Testament, he raises the bar and says, no, unless it's marital unfaithfulness, mm. you can't get divorced. So Jesus never lowered standards. He always raised them. And I think that's how we should be thinking about our giving. Um, but just the last thing I want to leave people with is just this fabulous quote uh, that I found from John Piper. Many people have heard of John Piper. He's a very well-known uh, preacher in mm. the US. Yeah. Uh, and he's a great quote from him. And I'll read it out because I think it's really powerful. He says, it is a biblical truth beyond all dispute that all your money is God's. And that's from Psalm 24, verse 1. And it has been loaned to you as a steward to use in ways that maximize the glorification of God's mercy in the world. And it is irrational to think that giving 10% of that money to the church settles the issue of good stewardship. In a world of such immense need, And in a country of such immense luxury and under the commission of such a powerful Lord, the issue of stewardship is not shall I tithe, but rather how much of God's trust fund dare I use to surround myself with comfort? They're pretty challenging words, I think. Mm, Um, And as I say, I think John Piper himself is trying to raise the bar um, and really get us to think about this eternal issue. You know, we have this huge issue of a world in need in a world that needs to know Jesus and it many much of the world doesn't. So we have a massive responsibility to to choose the gospel and funding that over just our personal comfort. Um, and another famous preacher from a long, long time ago, and many of you have heard this, this uh, you know, one-liner. It's a very nice, easy one from John Wesley, you know, the founder of the Methodist movement. He said, make all you can, save all you can, and give all you can. And I, I think that's a great way to think about it. It's nice and, you know, it's nice and simple. Make all you can, save all you can, and give all you can. Very... Um, and I believe John Wesley died with very little money, despite the fact that he was very, you know, successful in his own life and um, had made plenty of money, but he gave most of it away during his lifetime. Yeah, that was what God has placed on his heart, and it, it wasn't um, a, a specific figure again. It was uh, where he was at and where he was uh, with his uh, relationship with God. What a challenge, Alex. Mm, it is. Going to the next step. <laughs> Indeed, that's exactly right. Well, Alex, if uh, any of our listeners would like to find out more information about tithing, how can they do so? Yeah, look, I'd encourage people to go to wealthwithpurpose.com. That's our ministry uh, website. And there's a great ebook on it called Beyond the Tithe. Um, and that gives people a bit more detail, you know, a bit more of the history, uh, a bit more behind it, you know, what the Old Testament says about giving, what the New Testament does. And the idea is, is not to, you know, to force a particular view on people, but rather to challenge them to, to seek God about this issue. Um, and ultimately, uh, you know, my, my hope is that uh, it just leads to more generous living amongst uh, God's people because that's ultimately what we want to do. 
uh, you know, in our society is to to live more generously and to lead more people to Jesus. So, yeah, check it out at wealthforpurpose.com. Sounds great, Alex. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Hopefully uh, lots of people got lots of wisdom uh, from God's Word and yourself this morning. Thanks, Alex. Excellent. My pleasure. 